Hi everyone, my name is Steve Tudor and welcome to the review of Luton Town v Manchester City in the fifth round of the FA Cup. It's a pod that feared the worst when the scoreline reached 6-2. We suspected the game may be abandoned. That's one for you history buffs out there. And speaking of a celebration of old things, we're delighted to have with us today Mr Howard Hawking. How are you, Howard? You okay? Uh, you nicked my tweet from last night. I did, I did. No, I was thinking the same. You, you kind of... Crapped into my brain and nicked it from me because I was actually thinking the same thing and I was like, oh, yeah. beat me to Needed it. Harlan to get the sixth, his yeah, sixth yeah. goal though, didn't we? So for, it, yeah. for the tweet to really work, it, yeah, but close enough to be honest, yeah. A sudden downpour, we'd all have been worried, so. If, if Holland had scored a sixth, there would have been a plethora of very similar tweets on Twitter, I'm sure. But um, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. And when I saw your tweet, I was like, damn it, he stole my tweet. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be quick. <laughs> you have, yeah, I'm absolutely not quick these days. Um, yeah. What a game last night. Jesus. Um, <laughs> loads of discuss, loads of goals, loads of action, loads of incidents, loads of great performances. Some kind of... Surprisingly poor performances as well in there, which is you know really? odd. Oh, well. Good... Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Well, you'll get we'll get to that. Yeah, debatable performances, we should say. Okay. But yeah, but this is overall, of course, going to be a celebration because we're into the next round of the FA Cup and in some style. But before we get to the actual game itself, how did you feel going into the game? Because Luton gave us a lot of problems back in the league, mm. didn't they, in, in December? Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so first you, had to, first you had to work out how important this game was and whether we're... I wouldn't say throw it. Obviously, Pep's not going to throw it ever. Uh, I think the only FA Cup game we've ever thrown was Pellegrini putting all the, our youth team in at Chelsea yeah. not, with yeah. the Champions League. Uh, but I had to decide how important was this game, how much should I be worried if we do lose, and I couldn't really work that out. I You know... I think we've we've discussed hundred times the affinity I have with the FA Cup, uh, but he's. We also said on the review, take anything Pep says with a pinch of salt, and not always at face value. But the fact he said they were too exhausted to celebrate the win at Bournemouth had me pretty worried in a way. Yeah. Uh, about fatigue, I'm always worried about fatigue. You know, you could probably name check me saying the word fatigue on podcasts about seven thousand times down the years because it's. I think it's the main thing that could stop City, <laughs> not the players themselves or the manager, but a tight squad under Pep is fatigue and trying to win multiple trophies. So I thought he was going to rotate, and Luton are just damn good at home. <laughs> just, yeah. They're just everyone they play. They're competitive. They create chances. They concede chances as well, of course. And however, I was slightly perhaps. I felt that with the Everton reduction in the points, uh, you know, down to six, that puts Luton... I mean, they might get more points put on, of course, of, with the, the other appeal. It puts Luton in the relegation zone, and I yeah. thought there's got to be rotation, and then lost a couple of players as well, injuries in the last week. I thought they would rotate as well, so I thought the rotation wouldn't put City at disadvantage, but I think Luton might have a deep squad, but they can bring players in and still play the same way, so... I was expecting a tough, super competitive game, and I don't think the timing of it was, you know, particularly good for City with the just three days after uh, a tough game and with the derby on the horizon. So yeah, uh, I would say long-winded way of saying I was expecting a tough game, and I certainly didn't go into this thinking that we, it would be comfortable. 
So did your thinking change then um, when you saw the lineup? Because that was a surprisingly strong lineup for me. Um, when I saw it, I was dumbfounded. And, and when I broke mm-hmm. it down, there was a number of players who I thought would be starting who didn't. Um, and players who, uh, well, uh, I'll throw it over to you. Who, who were the surprising um, selections for you? Yeah, I was really conflicted here because I want us to go strong, but then I thought, well, we can't go, so shouldn't go strong. <laughs> so yeah. which one are we supposed to do? Yeah, like, I should be happy that we're taking this seriously and if Pep's playing them, then they're obviously okay to play. They're not exhausted. Uh, yeah, Kevin De Bruyne and John Stones just absolutely stand out for me. It's like, oh, my God. Uh <laughs> I was surprised in a way. I, was, I mean, with the derby coming up on Sunday for Kevin De Bruyne, you know, a little niggle, and you know he'd come on at the weekend, so that was good news. In fact, yeah. I was surprised he'd come on at all against Bournemouth. So the fact he had means it was a very, very, I imagine, little discomfort he felt the previous week, and they were just super. Obviously, they're going to be really cautious, cautious about it. He's been out for months and months and months. So obviously, they were totally fine with it, but it was a surprise. And John Stones, who. Two players who we know their bodies right now and you know over a longer period need to be managed big time. Uh, so those two stood out. Rodri and Phil Foden not being in, they were the other two that I expected to be nowhere near. So I was happy to see that, yeah, definitely, same. especially Rodri, of course, for obvious reasons. I'm not, imagine the kickoff if Rodri had started, it would just have been, <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't have surprised me though, but. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there, there, there were two basically that were. Were you I, I, a bit I surprised myself... with Erling Haaland? I thought he might. I had no problem with him playing, and it turned out to be a masterstroke. But you know, I could easily have seen Alvarez coming in because he didn't start at the weekend, yeah. and actually filling his preferred position for this FA Cup game. Uh, but apart from that, yeah, I guess the main one, and we'll get to him, is Jack Grealish because, you know. Pep had said in the press conference the day before that it was good, but it's only it was two weeks to the day since he had that Copenhagen game when he went off injured. Mm. Not long at all, so pretty surprising well, to see him start. Let's get to Jack then. Before we do, I've got to say I was quite encouraged to see Stones and De Bruyne start because you've got to put mm. faith and, and trust into the medical staff and, and the club in general. And, you know, just assume that they know what they're doing. And so it's a case of, OK, they need some minutes they're, they're, they're good to go, they just need some minutes. Um, so, and perhaps uh, we need to get away from this, oh, John Stone's body is broken. He will yeah, pick yeah, up yeah. an injury yeah. again, we know he will. But when he's fit, as he obviously is now, then he's, perhaps we're, we're going a bit over the top, saying he can't play three times yeah. a week. Or you know, He obviously can you know, when he's in top fitness, but of course we know there's always a bigger risk with him that around the corner another injury may come along. So. Yeah. So, so Grealish, then... Um, yeah, he's a really good game against Luton back in December. Maybe that's part of, of a reason. Predominantly, though, it has to be said, you know, again, it comes down to minutes. Uh, the club felt he was yeah. fit enough and well enough to, to play, what, a good hour, let's say. Um, and maybe to, to rest Doku as well. Um, it didn't go according to plan, which we'll get to. But is, is that the reason, do you think, with Grealish? It was a case of, OK, he's fit, he's good. Let's let's get yeah. some minutes into those legs. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, normally I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me that he was picked. I'm only surprised because it's 
two weeks since he got injured, and you think that normally looks at a two to three, you know, three week period. So is that a before. mistake then? Given what happened, is that a mistake? How could, in the club's we can't. Well, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but now yeah, yeah. he must have he must have been injury free to start the match. Yeah, you know, we've got top class. Yeah, sports science team here. So yeah, you know, it's easy with hindsight to say, well, we could have rested him for longer, and he'll want. You know, he's come out and criticised Jack this week, Pep. Yeah, and if he would have been a, a big favourite to start the derby, I know people got a on Twitter saying that he don't give the team control. No, not by himself. He absolutely does not. He's just another member of the team that helps give control because. The alternative is to put Docu in, who gives the ball away more. So it, we have loads of other players who give the team control, but with him in, it just makes it more so because we give the ball away even less, yeah. if that makes any sense. So I think he'd been a huge favourite to start in the derby, and he needed minutes. So picking him, if he's passed all the physical tests, picking him made sense. So there's no point using hindsight to say it was a bad decision, really. So. Well, he's had some good performances in derbies as well, Grealish, so I would have expected him to start in that regard. But when, in fact, let's just jump to it now and then we'll... Well, we'll just in the old days, back. sorry, it's like, sorry, the old days, like, you know, when there wasn't this level of technology, players would, you know, you could say like, oh, he's told everyone he's fit and then, yeah. you know, just because he's desperate to play. But of course, those days are long gone now. They wouldn't have let him play without... Being sure themselves, they don't they don't take a player's word for it. Though of course they will communicate with them to ask them how they feel. So mm-hmm. sorry, go on. Yeah. Well, I was going to say let's let's jump to a thirty-eight minute and then we'll circle back then because you know we're talking about Jack yeah. here. It was a horrible sight seeing them so upset going off. Um, mm. That was hard to see, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he knows he knows it's a crucial time of the season. He knows yeah. the season hasn't gone well for him. You know, and he must take a bit of responsibility for that himself. Uh, I'd, you know, it sounds a bit harsh, but you know, I don't think he's got to. I would suggest look after his body a bit, a bit better, maybe. But we we don't know. I mean, because no, no, know, I'm not. We, I'm not casting know, dispersions, but yeah, but, yeah. We we do know from the past, and we do know from the recent past. We we know enough from hearing things from people that we trust, well, etc. But we don't know as it regards to the last two weeks, for example. No, I'm more go off what Pep says about him. You know, it's, yeah. I think it's read between the lines when Pep speaks, or just read the lines. Well, Pep, and it's Pep's like, talking it, about the past, though. I mean, what what I'm sorry to interject yeah. here, but what I'm saying is, since he is injury is you know he has succumbed to injury, Jack could have been an absolute model pro. We just don't know because we don't yeah. know the last few weeks. Pep isn't talking about last Friday night or the, the, you know, Saturday before that or anything like that. He's talking about in general, really, and the last year maybe. Yeah. Um, and this was a chance, yeah. Obviously, with the derby coming up, with Champions League and that March schedule and all that, yeah, what a bad yeah. time. It just to see, he's not the first who won't be the last uh, one of the seasons that just won't get going. And that'll be, you know, dawned on him when he went off. It's like, well, that's it, I'm out for a few weeks again. Yeah. And sometimes you don't, in a team of this level, you know, yeah. Pep team, you don't get your place back. I think there'll be plenty of opportunities when he does come back. So let's just hope it's a few weeks. But. Obviously, we'll have to be cautious with that injury when he's back in training. So. And we've got the Euros to consider as well this summer. You know, all of this will be going through his head, and it? it's um, it was, yeah, it was heartbreaking to see. But. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he's probably on the periphery of the. He wouldn't be in England's first eleven right now. Let's put it. That no, way. he he needs a strong. You know, he needs a very end, last strong. third of the season. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
and, and he's not going to be able to do that if he's kind of nursing an injury. Well, and, yeah. and of course, you know, for him. Yeah. And even when he's fit as well, when he, when he gets back, he, will he trust his body? That takes time. That takes several weeks to yeah. trust your well, body not, again. Yeah, it's not like Kevin De Bruyne injury. You know, the ones you really worry about players is that mentally, when they've been out for a long time, it's like, dare they sprint, dare they stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably takes a couple of months for them to think, right, I can forget that injury happened now and just you know crack on and be normal. Yeah. Uh, these are minor ones, I think. It'll just take, you know, there'll just be that extra week where he won't be wasting so. matches. So, so but, how big how big a loss will he be then? Because yeah. we've got a critical march coming up. Look, not not that big because City is still, you know, everyone's beset by injuries, so we can't really complain about losing Jack. I mean, we've got Docker, we've got Bob as well. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not. Sure, yeah, Docker's just. Yeah, I'm not on a pylon, but. Uh, he, you know, since he's returned to injury, he's not absolutely, uh, you know, knocked it out of the park, has he? So yeah. he would have been important, Jack Grealish. I think he would have been, if he put in a, a good 90 minutes against Luton, you know, he would be above Docu, I think, now in the pecking order. Though, again, the different players, so depends on the tactics for the individual matches. So it's a loss. It's a loss because yeah. I was looking forward to him working his way back into the side and getting his season going. But there's plenty of options there. And, you know, you we're going to lose players, aren't we? It's inevitable. Um, fingers crossed and touch wood. Uh, we've had fewer than other teams at the moment. Long may it stay that way. Yeah. Um, let's get to the game itself then. Um, three minutes in, an absolute perfect start. Uh, nice little kind of through ball from... Um, um, Nuno and uh, a great kind of slide rule pass by Kev. Easy finish for um, Haaland. I mean, what a perfect start that is. I mean, I was not expecting that. Now, we both experienced something very similar <laughs> last night. Uh, do, yeah. do you want to go first? Yeah, I was in a, a, a school governor's meeting uh, at a school <laughs> right opposite where, I, well, not uh, on the street where I live, and I was like, the last one had been an hour and a quarter, so I thought it started at six. So and they were rattling through stuff. I thought, right, I'll be out by quarter past seven in the pub by twenty five past. <laughs> That's fine. And then a couple of items dragged, and I could see it going past half seven. I go, oh my god, I'm going to miss the match here. It finished about ten to eight, so I marched my way to the pub, got in, just started, bought a pint. As I sat down and put my pint on the table the cross from Kevin De Bruyne came in and into the back of the net and I went can't get better timing than that can you no, so. you can't I mean I experienced the exact same thing but it was kind of confusing for me because I thought it was on Sky and as I said to you off air I have no idea why I thought it was on Sky and, and then I thought it, up, no. I know I know and then I, of course it's BT so I went to BT and so where is it it's like, oh it's ITV so then when I put it on ITV that's the exact moment kind of uh, Holland scored but to my mind and it, it was like, is this is this a replay? Is the game started? What's happening? You know what I mean? It was a bit of confusion. So, uh, and it was only when they replayed to get the goal straight after. It's like, yes, what a start that is. But mm. um, odd start to a game for me, that was. It really was. Because, um, yeah. yeah, it took me about kind of five, ten minutes to settle into it. Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes, and much more, Go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description.
So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.